This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the 180 Degrees show. We are so excited to be speaking to you guys again. Goodness gracious, how weird is the world right now? Zoe, how are you doing? I'm doing incredibly well, Luane. I'm I'm starting to forget what life was like before the lockdown. But hey, it's a new month. It's May and May the 4th be with you. For any of you Star Wars fans out there, I really hope you appreciated that joke because... I've never seen Star Wars, but like you'd like it. But yeah, I've been keeping up to date. I start exams soon. We're going to do them online. So I've just been preparing for them. There's been a lot more time. So that's all I've been doing. What have you been doing, Lou? I absolutely love that. Oh, my goodness. Um, you know what? Yeah, I do also sort of not remember what it was like before all of this. Oh, my word. <laughs> Oh, good luck for your exams. That sounds so rough. Goodness gracious. Well, we did our, well, we celebrated our first lockdown birthday. Uh, Bruce's birthday was last week, Wednesday. And yeah, we made him a lemon and dark chocolate cheesecake, which is, you know, something that he really loves. And I am a sucker for a cheesecake. So yeah, that was delicious. And we cooked up the whole thing. Oh, yeah, but it was weird. It was weird not celebrating with friends and bigger groups of family. A little bit sad, but yeah. Um, I've been trying to get a better routine, like waking up at six in the morning, doing some yoga, having some nice quiet time, and then doing the same thing in the evenings, turning off all electrical lights and lighting some candles and just, you know, going into the evening a bit slower. Just because life is overwhelming right now, my day doesn't have to be. (laughs) Oh, gracious. I didn't know about May 4th. I forgot my word. And I am a Star Wars fan. Like, oh my goodness. May the 4th be with you. Lovely, lovely listeners. (laughs) Well, we've got such a fun show coming up for you guys. Zoe, what have we got lined up? Well, Luene, we have quite a bit of the usual lined up, but I feel like it's going to be a little bit more fun. As you know, it is the first Monday of the month. So instead of having our regular interview, we're going to be having a bit of a finance talk, I feel, especially in the times that we are in now. And for the people who, the general age group of people who listen to our to our show, I feel like talking about finances is very relevant for anyone, actually, but especially young people who are starting to earn their own money and, you know, this is a whole new concept. So aside from talking about finances a little bit later in a very serious way that won't make you feel under pressure in any way. We're also going to have our groovy movie, uh, a nice Bible quiz that I think is a little bit, its you, you know it, but you may not know you know it. <laughs> and then we're gonna have a nice happy health tip after that. But yeah, I think we're just gonna go straight into the what's down in Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town! Hey guys, welcome back to the What's Down on Your Couch. However, I feel like at this stage, now that we are in stage four, I almost said load shedding because it's just so similar. Like, are all the other countries having their lockdowns phased out in stages? But whatever. Now that we're on phase four of lockdown, which gives us a little bit more freedom, I guess we start 
inching back to the what's down in Cape Town, back to what was familiar. So this week on what's down on your couch, but I guess your couch is not going down to Cape Town, we're going to talk about how you can use those masks, those face masks to protect yourself. Now, as you know, in stage four, one of the many precautions we have to take is we now have to, it's like literally something that is inexcusable, we have to wear face masks when we go out into public. We cannot go out into public without them anymore. So if you want some tips, please carry on listening. At the very least, guidance should be given that when a reusable face mask is worn, they do not constitute medical PPE, nor are they a replacement for normal precautionary hygienic measures, such as hand washing, not touching one's face, coughing or sneezing into a tissue or elbow, or keeping a proper social distancing of 1.5 meters from other people. So now, if that didn't make much sense to you, just make sure that just because you're wearing this mask, that you don't stop doing all your other precautionary efforts, such as don't start touching people's faces now just because you have a mask on. Don't cough into your elbow or into your hand or into a tissue. Don't stop carrying around hand sanitizer. The mask is a precaution, but it will not be the only thing that saves your life. It can only work in conjunction with all the other things you do. Next, the wearer should ensure that the masks have been appropriately washed and disinfected before use. Because of the nature of the coronavirus and many viruses actually, it can live on surfaces for several hours. I don't think scientists are sure for how long it should be, so don't think to yourself, oh, I'm sure the virus has died by now and I don't need to clean my mask. No, clean your mask thoroughly and make sure it is clean whenever you take it out because you don't know what could have gotten into the little particles of the mask. Next, clear instructions must be provided around the proper protocol for wearing masks, including at a minimum that the wearers should avoid touching the mask during use and when putting on or taking off the mask. One's hands must have been cleansed after practicing appropriate hand hygiene. So what that means is basically it's inevitable that you're going to need to touch your mask. So when you do, just make sure your hands are very clean. Our hands are ordinarily full of bacteria and very dirty. So when touching your mask, just as another safety precaution, always touch it with clean hands, freshly sanitized hands, freshly washed hands. Next, the reusable masks or the components used within the mask may need to be replaced if they are damaged or worn out, if or if they have exceeded their lifespan use. So basically, don't be afraid to buy a new mask if you need to. It seems everyone and their mother is selling a mask. I don't think you're going to struggle to find a new one or rather just buy in bulk or, yeah, that would be very useful to buy in bulk because you don't know how many or how easily they wear out. Next, children should be supervised at all times when using a cloth mask. They are not recommended for infants who may struggle to breathe the mask on or may choke if they put it in their mouth. So, yeah, make sure your kids are supervised when they have their masks on. I'm sure your teachers will supervise the kids at school when they have their masks on. And also try not to put them on your infants. They may be extra susceptible to the disease, but it can really hinder their breathing and yeah, that's not the best thing that we want to happen to them. That's not something we want to happen to them at all. So try not to mask your infants. Next, a user guide must be supplied with the mask on how to wear it and take care of it. If you don't find one, I'm sure you can Google one online, but make sure that you are taking good and correct care of your mask. 
Lastly, a fabric face mask must not be worn by any health worker or anyone working in the health environment. I'm sure if you are working in the health environment, you already know that. But just in case you want it to look a little snazzy on your next day at the office, don't wear a fabric mask. See if you can get one of the surgical ones decked out. And yeah, that's all I have. Now let's just go into the groovy movie section of the show. Zoe on 180 Degrees. Time to watch the movies. Hey guys, now welcome back to the groovy movie section of the show as indicated by our music that just said that. So you're currently listening to 79, 180 degrees, and we are about to ask you a question. We're going to play a song from a movie that you most likely watched when you were younger. A movie or a series. I'm going to give you this one clue. This week, it is a series. There was no TV movie, just a two-season series. But that actually, interesting fact about this, it was supposed to run for four seasons. But for some reason, Disney decided to cancel it after two. Don't ask me why. I don't think it was one of their better decisions. Anyways, if you have any idea which movie or series this was it is a series sorry about that please whatsapp 081-729-1657 i repeat 081-729-1657 we would love to hear from you and i have so much faith that you guys are gonna know what this is because it was very popular in its time There is so much more for you to enjoy and explore on TBN in Africa. We bring you up-to-date and uplifting Christian programming and entertainment, and we will continue to do so in our quest to bring you credible and authentic programming designed for you and your family. At TBN in Africa, you can explore a wealth of content right from your home and enjoy access to many resources to help you shape your Christian journey. Join your TBN family on DSTV channel 343 and experience authentic Christian television like never before. To find out more, go to tbninafrica.org. TBN in Africa, for you, for life. This is a public service announcement. Out of concern for your safety, we would like to remind you to follow the safety guidelines as indicated by the South African National Institute of Communicable Diseases and the Department of Health to keep COVID-19 under control in our community. With no known cure or antiviral treatment available, it is of the utmost importance to contain the spread of the virus, especially to higher risk individuals, namely the elderly, individuals with comorbidities, and those with compromised and autoimmune conditions have been found to be at a higher risk of death. It is everybody's responsibility to practice advised hygiene and cleanliness guidelines. 180 Degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Visit our website now, www.imymovements.co.za. Zoe on 180 Degrees.
are. So we've just come back from another break, another musical break. But before this musical break, we asked you guys a question. Now, for those of you who don't remember, we just came out of our groovy movie section of the show. And we asked you to identify which groovy movie had taken place this week. So not to hold you in suspense any longer, but the groovy movie was... American Dragon. It was a Disney Channel's TV series that ran sometime in the early 2000s for only two seasons. But personally, I believe it should have had more. In fact, it was going to have more, but they were canceled for some reason. But that's enough about the American Dragon. Let's go straight into our finance talk. This one's a doozy. Right, so that brings us to this month's finance talk. And it's going to be a little bit different to usual because instead of talking about how you can be saving money and how your finances can improve, we're going to be talking about the larger group of South Africans. Now, obviously, we know that with all the things going on, there is quite a far-reaching effect on South Africa's economy and we'll probably only start comprehensively understanding this in a few years. So... Yeah, it's it's not fantastic, but obviously we are bearers and bringers of hope, so let's get right into it. So many businesses have been negatively affected, and unfortunately, many of them may be closing because they are small businesses and they don't have large parent companies to sustain them. So what does this mean? Well, basically, it's if just someone, one person was like, you know what, I would like to open up a donut shop. And I am born and raised South African, but I want to make, you know, fun South African flavored donuts and all sorts of fun, delicious things. I'm going to go and start up my business. And then they open up their own branch. They employ some people. They do their donut shop. And voila, South Africa's donut shop is going. This is not the same as a very large company like, I don't even know who to name, like, um, like Dunkin' Donuts, for example, who's a very big franchise. They're not a small business. They're very big. So... Yeah, think of those types of things. However, there are many of us who are able to work from home and have not suffered a loss of income because, you know, we can still do a thing we are carrying on as usual just at home. And because we can't go out and buy things like our daily coffee or our fun donuts, we have got a lot of money saved up. Weird, right? If you're not spending it on online shopping, you have got some money saved up that you can use. So... Let's talk about some of the ways that we can support these small businesses who don't have something to fall back on with the money that we are now saving because we're not running to the fix or to, I don't know, Zoe, what shops do you shop at? Well, at the moment, well, before the lockdown, I was very much addicted to the Cotton On franchise, especially when they would have a sale, I would just appear. But (laughs) unlike many other businesses, they are also not a small local business. I believe they're an Australian brand. But in this day and age, what we have to do, especially as we come out of the lockdown slowly and we have this money and we can spend it rather than going to like, let's say... You love pizza rather than going to, I don't know, Panerati's. Maybe you can find one of those small little pizzeria shops around where you live, ran by a family. Everyone in the family works there. They could really use your help right now. They don't have the backing that a Panerati's would have. Other businesses you can rely on would include jewelers, artists, musicians, beauty, skincare products, fashion organizations. Even as the lockdown is being eased through stage four, 
many businesses are going online. They will have a time limit. We admit that. But then you can get in between those times. Granted, you wake up before like noon. You can still order from these businesses and support them in the lockdown. If you are unable to do that right now, that's okay. But as you go, if you are able, if your income has not been completely terminated by this lockdown, hopefully as you come out of it, as you get more money, do really consider looking after the small businesses around you. After all, we are headed for quite a bit of an economic change. So I think helping those who need help the most, I think that is a very noble and honorable thing to do at this point in time. Local is lacquer and we need to look after our brothers and sisters. I 100% agree with you. I mean, there are so many ways that we can be supporting these local businesses right now. Um, some of the jewelers that I really love are, um, one's called Lachen and Leaf. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I've never actually spoken to them in person. They are currently doing lockdown um, collections, like five earrings. They make them from clay. It is so cool with beautiful patterns and really beautiful colors and all sorts of weird shapes. It's it's gorgeous. So what she's doing at the moment, she is one person who has a few people distributing for her. Um, she makes a collection per week, like she'll do five sets of earrings for that one week. And a part of her um, income that she's making, she's actually giving to different charities every week, which it's just fantastic. I mean, how many of the big businesses do you know that are donating to the smaller um, like soup kitchens and crisis centers? It's just, it's flippin' fantastic. I really love it. So yeah, go and find out who those people are and support them. Um, as I said, there are lots of vouchers available. I mean, places like um, Jesse's Waffles, for example, they do vegan, gluten-free, um, refined sugar-free waffles, and they are delicious <laughs> it's one of those like guilt-free snacks that you're like yes please they're doing vouchers at the moment and they've got um a group of staff who you know really need to feed their families as well um another shop that i actually personally have endorsed is sealand gear they make bags but they make them from like recycled sails from boats. How cool is that? And they've got people like sewing it up and they've got, they're based in Cape Town. I bought a um, toiletry bag from them. They are a bit more expensive because they are locally made. There's a limited amount because, you know, they have the smaller staff. So it's special things that are handmade by local people. It's got a story. It's really cool. So, yeah. Another way that you can support these businesses if you can't buy a voucher for them at the moment or you know if you're one of those people who do who are suffering from a loss of income go and follow their social media a like a share a comment goes so far because then more people get to see it their business gets more exposure and hopefully they get more support through that it's really a great way to do that wow luane you know a lot of locally made businesses or local businesses rather that have products that are made locally and I think that's nice. I love that you support local. If you are out there and you want to support local, but you don't know any, don't feel bad. Just Google some. Jump on Google, Facebook, Instagram, especially Instagram. I've seen so many local businesses advertise over Instagram, and I'm always on Instagram in any case. You can also try alternative social media sites like Twitter or like, I guess, maybe LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm not sure. 
You can also try a look, like I mentioned earlier in the speech, you can try like a local alternative to a food you really like. So you really like pizza. I know that there are a couple of restaurants around that love pizza. You really like a specific type of African food. I'm sure there are so many African restaurants around Ethiopian food, Nigerian foods, Zimbabwean food all around that are all locally sourced and are small businesses that could use your help right now. You can also find like even like people who offer services. Like for example, I'm have like I'm getting my driver's license soon. So I'm getting like lessons from a driving instructor. He's really helping me. So you might ask yourself why we're stressing that you should support local businesses. Like what makes local businesses so interesting? How do we know that the bigger businesses don't need us? And yes, they do need you, but the locals need you a little bit more. Unlike the bigger businesses like McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts or like Woolworths. Wait, no wait, Woolworths is not a local business. I was thinking of Edgar's. Local brands cannot just shut down their South African stores and then invest more or less in their abroad stores. They only have South African stores. So if they shut down their local stores, not only is your favorite pizzeria going out of business, but perhaps a family is now going hungry because the business that was sustaining them is now falling under. Not to guilt trip you into doing anything you don't want to do, but I do feel like these are things that's just been weighing a lot on my mind. I've been thinking about how so many smaller businesses are just going to, they're going to really suffer. And which is why we are imploring you guys to go local. Local is lacquer. I'll say this until I'm blue in the face. Local is lacquer because there's more love in it, I feel. There are also stores here which are part of the small business that just help our economy so much. So I think that shopping local not only will help these smaller businesses, but it also can do a number on our economy. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that's why it's very important. I absolutely agree with you. I mean, okay, Dunkin' Donuts actually um, closed down in South Africa recently because they weren't making money. So what the parent company did was said, oh, you know, we're not making money in in Cape Town or in the entire of South Africa. So we're just going to pull our stores. And they as a business are continuing, but in other other countries. So we lost a lot of jobs, but they sort of just lived on. So you got to ask yourself, what is a little bit more um, sustainable? So... Small owned businesses, small and medium businesses, the SMEs, actually make up about 91% of the formal businesses in South Africa. So they're huge. There are a lot of small businesses and a lot of and not quite so many of those large conglomerates, right? So you need to ask yourself, who am I supporting? Does your spending reflect 91% of small businesses or are you supporting a lot of larger companies? Now, obviously, the larger companies do a lot of good because they support families here as well. But you got to ask yourself, what am I using my money for? Because obviously, the way that you spend your money says 
a lot about you and it says where your heart lies and the things that you like and the things that you support. So you've got to ask yourself, where are you at for that? I mean, JC's Waffles, for example, I'm sorry, I'm going on about JC's Waffles, but I really miss them. <laughs> um, currently, because they can't sell things, they had, um, they put up on their Instagram page a few of their um, staff members because they don't have that many because they're a small business that you could personally donate to. And they're like, this is this person. For example, King. King is the one I read about the most recently. And he has a wife and they're expecting their first baby. But now because Jesse's is closed, they aren't receiving as big a salary as they used to because obviously Jesse doesn't have a lot of money in her bank because she's a small business. So she puts up bank details there and said, just put up reference King and then you can donate towards them. And it just, you know, keeps them going and allows them to buy some baby essentials which are really hard to come by at the moment i might add so you don't read stories of large conglomerates and large companies doing that so really do think about it i mean 91 percent. i actually didn't know that it was that much but it's a staggering amount so do think about that and i mean we got to support our people right you got to love your people and if you work at one of these larger companies, that's fantastic, and I'm so glad. And I really hope that we're keeping those big companies accountable and that they're continuing to pay their rent because at some places they aren't. But that's a whole discussion for a different day. And I really hope that they're continuing to pay salaries because they're owned by billionaires, so they can. But here we are, got to support the small businesses that can't. So, yeah. And why is this important? Well, because they make up 91% of the South African businesses, that means that they make around, um, it's between 52 and 57% of the GDP. And they provide 61% of employment. So you see, those are really, so GDP is how much money is in our country, like how much money we're generating. Um, yeah, so you see why it's important. Because if our country keeps making money, that means that we will keep making money. It's a bit of, it's, it's like a, you know, we're a tribe. We're all doing our things together. So that's why it's important for you to go and spend your money in the right places. I hope all of this makes sense. It's a little bit complicated, but yeah, we wanted to share this with you because it's important to us. We want to support our people. We want to keep South Africa going. I think as a nation, we have done so, 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 so well. Um, every time the president speaks to us and closes off his speech with God bless Africa, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, he is. God is blessing us. And we as a nation are really coming together. And yes, there are some negatives, but gosh the positives just really outweigh all of it so keep that hope going spend your money in the places that will keep the hope going that will feed a family whose face you can actually see and yeah that's it for tonight onwards with the show 180 degrees on radio cape pulpit 7 to 9 a.m Ah, yes. So welcome back to the Bible quiz section of the show. You're tuning in to 729-180 degrees with Luane and Zoe George. So if you don't know what happens in this Bible quiz, even though it's pretty self-explanatory, that's okay. We ask you a question from the Bible. Well, actually, it's a biblical question about any happening that happened in the Bible. And you can find your answer, hopefully, in the Bible. But however, you know, the Bible's information has been extended on in other writings. So if you're a theologist, you may know a little, you may have a bit 
of a different answer than I do. This week's Bible quizzes. So we all know and love Jesus, amen. And we all know and love John the Baptist. But what did those two men have in common besides being both great men of God? They were related? Were they? Hmm. How were they related? If you have any idea how to answer this question, please WhatsApp 081-729-1657. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Maybe your answer might shock you. Yeah. So we'd love to hear from you. Now let's just take a slight break so you guys can think about that. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Follow us on Facebook today. I Am Radio. Ah, yes. So we just asked you guys a pretty interesting Bible quiz question. And I'm here to give you the answer because I feel like this is enough time and it's enough suspense. So if you do not remember, the Bible quiz question was, how is John the Baptist related to Jesus Christ? If he is even related to him, you can find the answer in Luke 1 verses 36, I believe. It describes both of their mothers, Elizabeth being John the Baptist's mother and Mary being Jesus's mother, they were described as, I think, laywoman, which means they're related either by blood or by marriage. It's unknown. So they are related, but we're not exactly sure how. And that is the answer. If you know specifically how they're related, like second cousins or whatever, congratulate yourself. You have more biblical knowledge than the average person. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. Welcome back to the Happy Health Tips section of the show. This is where we talk about all things health, mental, physical, spiritual, all of those lovely things. Currently, we are talking about physical health and more seriously we are talking about the microbiome on our skins so you might remember last week we spoke about a natural type of way to clean your face now why that's important well a lot of the products out there tend to strip our um, skin of their natural oils and obviously stripping our skins of their natural oils is just not fantastic right so i gave you the recipe for a fun easy diy skin wash like face wash that you could use and i'm happy to report i've been using it for about two weeks and i can see the difference in my skin i wasn't sure what to expect but it has actually been working so i'm so excited for that um yeah You guys can check that out and try it out. I'd love to hear what you think about it. This week, however, we'll be talking about a DIY shampoo that you can use because obviously when we strip our hair of its natural oils, stuff gets a little bit funky as well. So so tonight we'll be talking about a DIY shampoo that you can make and it'll be reusing some of the ingredients that you used last week for the face wash more specifically the chickpea flour now if you don't have chickpea flour you don't have to go buy it you can have some chickpeas dried chickpeas which are readily available in lots of shops and just grind it up until it's a nice fine powder and voila so what you do is you take about two tablespoons of that mix it in with some water until it's a nice paste and then in the shower (laughs) please don't wash your hair like in a sink or something think it's really messy this is better for in the shower in the shower tip it over onto your head and massage it into your scalp the chickpea flour cleans your hair without stripping away those oils those natural oils that you make which god gave us and they're very good for you so don't stop using those enjoy them and you massage it into your scalp and you wash it off now 
I need to put a disclaimer in here. The chickpea flour is very difficult to wash out of your hair. So if you think, oh, okay, I've rinsed it all out, go for another two minutes maybe and just keep on rinsing it out because it is a little bit tricky. It does get stuck in your hair. And yeah, it's not awesome to get out of the shower and you're like, ah, a whole clump of chickpea flour is still in my hair. Another disclaimer is because our hair is so used to us using conventional shampoos and conventional conditioners, it's going to take a while for it to get used to it. So it could, this could take a week, it could take a month, it could take two months, but probably closer to a month. I think my hair is going to take about a month. I've been doing this for um, probably also about two weeks, a week and a half, and my hair has not gotten used to it yet. It's still reacting a bit negatively to it. It's um, more oily than it used to be which I think is just a bit of an overproduction because my head is like, what's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> um, so yeah, give that a little bit of time. If you do like to use a bit of conditioner afterwards, another fun recipe that you can use is a hair rinse. Now this is also very easy to make and totally up to you and what you've got in your house. You can either use an apple cider vinegar as a base or just plain water and then put in a herb or a flower or a tea. I obviously used Robles tea because I love it. And I also added in some orange peels to give it a bit of a citrusy flavor. So what you do is you chuck that into a jar or a bottle or whatever and you let it soak for a week, two weeks, however long you want, um, and you keep it in your fridge just to keep it nice and fresh, then what you do is you take out a tablespoon or two and you mix it up with a larger quantity of water just to dilute it a bit, and you just let that rinse through your hair. You can wash it out afterwards if you'd like. I tend to rinse it out again because I'm not wild on the apple cider vinegar smell, so I think I'm going to make a new hair rinse with just water and some herbs in it. I've got some parsley in my fridge that I think would be very nice in that. It's really good for it. And geranium flower is very nice for that as well. You can check that out. Robust tea obviously has got all sorts of fun properties, especially for your scalp. So honestly, you can... If the sky's the limit, right? You can do whatever you want with this. Experiment, see what your hair likes the most. And yeah, but as I said, it does take a while for your hair to get used to it. But we're all stuck at home at the moment. So who's going to see you anyways? Or, you know, just wear a hat. <laughs> So that's it for today. I'd love to hear what you guys think of this. It is a bit funky. It is a bit quirky. And I mean, honestly, if you just try it for a month and you're like, nah, you know what? I don't really like this. There are so many other types of shampoos that you can use as well, which is so much better for your hair. It hasn't got those harsh chemicals in it. It's not overly processed. It's literally just something that you've got in your kitchen. And I mean, us humans have existed for a very long time. We've cleaned our hair for so many years. <laughs> And in the Bible, so many times you're like, oh, these women have this gorgeous hair, gorgeously long hair. Hair can't grow very long and gorgeous if it's not healthy. So, yeah, think about that. Oh, what I did forget to say was the chickpea flour adds protein to your hair. That's why I like the chickpea flour. There's lots of different recipes, but I like the chickpea flour because it puts protein straight onto your hair. And obviously, hair needs protein to grow. So seeing as I can't get my hair cut anyways, I might as well just let it grow. Ah, once again, we have come to the end of our one hour show and we say this every week and it really is so true, but like, where does the time go? If only the lockdown would fly by as quickly as our show does. But we really enjoyed this week's show, talking to Mr. Kevin Buya, the groovy movie, the health tip, everything. It was all, it was very, it was a very nice experience and we really hope that all of you who listened, you were all blessed by what we had to say. And 
yeah this was just a very nice show to have what about your feels about this Luna? it did it so flies by every single time but you know what that's okay because we've got to leave you guys wanting more and we will be back again next week same time and same place this is 180 degrees signing out, out. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.